Okay. So today, friends, we are staying on theme for Thanksgiving. Today's story is about a family. And the name of the story is Going Down Home with Daddy. And it's written by Kelly Starling Lyons. And it's read today by Mommy and... Philip. Do you have a question, Philip? Everybody, you have to know. Our friend Lisa interrupted the story. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I was enjoying that story, right? Yeah. Well, that's okay. Sometimes people interrupt us when we're doing something that we enjoy. And it is okay to take a pause and speak with our friends and help them with what they need. And then we go back to the story or whatever it is that we were enjoying. No harm done. And besides, it's good to help a friend. And even if you're watching TV and someone interrupts, you can just pause what you're watching and then help them out. That's right. Very wise. All right, so let's go see what this story here is about. Going down home with Daddy. And I liked this story because I feel like they kind of have a Thanksgiving dinner in it, even though they don't call it Thanksgiving. And there's something that's special that happens when you have Thanksgiving. It's kind of like you get all of your family together in a reunion, which means you have all come together again. And that's what's happening in this story. So here we go. On reunion morning, we rise before the sun. Daddy hums as he packs our car with suitcases and a cooler full of snacks. He says there's nothing like going down home. We leave when the sky is still dark with sleep. Sis closes her eyes, but mine stay wide open. I watch as we drive from city streets to flowing highways under a sweep of sparkling stars. Little Alan, Mama says after a while, you better catch some Z's while you can. And when when we say Z's, we mean get some sleep, right? Like this. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> I try to rest but can't stop smiling. Soon I'll get to see my great grandma granny and hang out with my cousins. But when I look at my hands, empty is the road in front of us. My grin fades. The anniversary celebration, I bet everyone will have something to share, except me. I doze off in a cloud of worry and wake to sunbeams tickling my face. I squint and see a familiar John Deere tractor store and a gray silo standing at attention. We're almost there. Now, John Deere is a very famous tractor company and they have green tractors. And they're they're really popular in the Midwest where people have farms. Okay. Sis and I sit up straight as pines when we see Granny's wood frame house. She's right there where we left her after last year's reunion, scattering corn to her chickens like tiny bits of gold. There she is, Sis shouts. Oh, so Granny has chickens. She lives on a farm, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Granny spreads her arms wide and wraps us both inside. My, my, she says, and showers our kisses, our cheeks with peppermint kisses. I missed you so. All afternoon, a parade of family comes home. Grandma Loretta and Grandpa James, aunts and uncles, and more cousins than I can count. Got a head just like your daddy, Uncle Jay teases me. Daddy's eyes twinkle. Now I know you're not talking about heads. Can't take them anywhere, Grandma Loretta says, laughing. Oh, they're joking about the size of his head. I think he must have a pretty big noggin. Well, that's kind of cool, though, because it means it's full of brains. While the grown-ups catch up, we cousins run to the fence to visit Granny's cows and goats. Oh, yes, yeah, she definitely has a farm because she has chickens and cows and goats. You doing something for the celebration? Isaiah asks Sis. Singing Granny's favorite song, His Eye is on the Sparrow, she says. How about you? Reading Mother to Son by Langston Hughes. I made a scrapbook in Granny's favorite color blue, Devin says. You got something, little Alan? I kick a stone and my eyes start to burn. Ready for a tractor ride? Sis asks, saving me from having to answer. I swallow hard and climb onto the trailer with Sis and Mama. I lean against the hay as Daddy drives us past the smokehouse and the fishing pond and rumbles by a field dotted with puffs of white. Cotton has been on this land a long time, just like us, Daddy says. Pa would drive your Uncle Jay and me on a tractor just like this one. Look to your left, Pa would say. Look to your right. The land just seemed to go on forever. Everything you see, Pa told us, is ours. I think about what Daddy said and sit up tall. Pa is gone, but this is our time to come together and remember. Daddy's words make me want to share more than ever. When the ride stops, I ask him what to do. Think with your heart, little Alan, Daddy says. That's what Pa always told me. Just then, we hear Granny. Come on and get this food while it's hot, she calls from the porch. Oh, and here we go. We dash inside. The dining room overflows with love-made dishes, smoked turkey, collards, mac and cheese, okra and tomatoes, and biscuits oozing with meha jelly, just the way daddy likes it. Yum city is what mommy says to that. Hand in hand, we create a ring inside the house Pa built for granny. Heart to heart, we share what we're thankful for. Nothing is more important than family, Granny says, tearing up as she looks at every face. Amens all around. On Sunday, I feel sick. Not a fever and sneezing sick, but a uh, wish I had more time sick. The celebration starts at dusk. Better get a move on, Lil Allen, 
Grandma Loretta says. You know Granny doesn't play. Growing up, we never missed a service. At church, Daddy points to the spot where he and Uncle Jabe performed a duet on trombone and trumpet. So this is great. So his family has some musicians in it. They all play different horned instruments. My, my hands were shaking so much I could barely play, Daddy says. But then I saw Granny smiling and my jitters went away. I wonder if looking at Granny will help me. But when our eyes meet, all I can think about is being the only kid with nothing to say. After service, we head back to Granny's and change into our reunion t-shirts. Generations of our family smile from every wall. Mama, sis, and I peer at black and white pictures of Pa and Granny. Their eyes, brave and bold, remind me of Daddy's. You have their eyes, too, Mama says. That's when it comes to me. I think about everything I see when I'm here. I think about the tractor ride and Daddy's stories. I think about walking in Pa's and Granny's footsteps and those of our people and Native people long before. I think and collect treasures from our land. I lift my head to the sun. Just before satin night falls, we sit outside on porch steps and metal lawn chairs. It's celebration time. Our people were stolen from Africa and shipped to this continent in chains, Daddy says. But no one could lock away their dreams. They dreamed on this land during slavery. They dreamed on this land as they made a way out of no way and fought Jim Crow. 75 years ago, a farmer and a teacher bought this land. Daddy gazes at Granny and look at us now. One after another, cousins offer their tributes. Sis' song makes Granny's eyes shine. Isaiah's poem gets everyone nodding. Then I step forward. I feel like a spotlight is blazing just on me. I look down and say nothing. It's okay, little Alan, sis whispers. I lift my head and see gleaming smiles. I try again. Cotton for the quilts Granny made to keep her fingers, her children's warm, I say, holding a white cloud in my fingers. A pecan for the trees plant, Pa planted and all the kids love to climb. I pinch dirt and let it rain to the ground. An earth for land that's ours as far as we can see. Fireflies wink and whirl in a carnival all around us. That's all right, I hear Granny say. Daddy flashes a thumbs up. I grin up at the moon. It glows back at me. We're a mighty family, Daddy booms. Mighty, we roar back. Then we try to make the night stretch on forever. As grown-ups slap cards and checkers against tables, we cousins dig through old trunks and laugh till our hearts explode with joy. 
Too soon our goodbye morning comes. We hug all the way to the door. Then we climb into our car and watch Granny and her house shrink and disappear. When we go down home with Daddy, everything we see holds a piece of him and us. We head up the highway thinking about family and dreaming about next year. And that is the end of their family celebration. And it sounds to me like they were giving thanks for each other and for their family. And that's what I like to do with our Thanksgiving. I try to think of something to be thankful for the minute we sit down at the table and we all look at each other. Before we jump into eating, I try to say, let's go around the table and everybody here say something that they're thankful for. And it's a really nice tradition. And that's what that family did. They each did something to celebrate their family. And I think we should try that this year for Thanksgiving. What do you say? You want to do that again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you say the end? Mm -hmm. yeah. The end.